Hey, and welcome back to Lessons in Product Management. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of learning from Yudhei Kumar, UKP for short. He's the Global Strategic Design Director at DesignIt. Yudhei spent most of his career in design, but he has a strong technical background, and he spent time in product as well. So Yudhei brings a great perspective on product management and how UX design fits into the product team as a whole, and how you can successfully transition from design to product management if that's something you're looking to do. I really enjoyed this conversation, and I know you will as well. This is Lessons in Product Management. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey, thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to have you. So uh, for, for the audience who, who doesn't know who you are, could, could you give a, a quick introduction of yourself, your background, and, and where you're working today? Okay, cool. Fine. So my name is Uday, very long name. Uh, so yeah, people call me by first name basis, Uday or UKP. I'm currently a senior director with DesignIt, strategic uh, <clears throat> design boutique design agency. We're present in about 17 cities uh, and you know, we were acquired by Wipro in 2015. So I'm part of uh, the APMIA and uh, MEA regions. And I take care of design operations, design delivery, and I'm also a practicing designer. And uh, I've, been a, I've been a designer all my professional life. Uh, and that's, you know, this is my 25th year in, in the design industry. So that's, that's me in a nugget, John. Wonderful. Yeah, you've been a, a CXO and chief experience officer in, in your past. And um, now, now, like you said, global strategic design director. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty awesome career, it seems like. Well, well thanks. I, I enjoy it. That's what brings me to work. So I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So, um, just diving a little more into your backstory, what what got you interested in design? Um, were you doing anything before design, or or was it were you always design focused, like from school and, and so forth? Yeah, absolutely. School, school. Yeah, kind kind of a funny story. Uh, <clears throat> by by academics, I'm a quant. I triple majored in math, stats, and computer science. But but uh, right from the get go, my career has always been design based. Way back ninety six, ninety seven, I started on visual design. Uh, dabbled with multimedia, did print, did a lot of wonderful stuff, moved up the value chain, UI and, you know, UX and instructional design, product design, product management, did a few of my own startups, then came back to the industry, then got again, got back into the product world, uh, then had a, you know, then again, got engaged with running a service design services side of the business. And uh, yeah, then finally, eventually, I, you know, I, I liked what design it was doing. And then once you know Wipro acquired Design It, and then you know uh, they set up a studio and a presence in India. I got connected with them, and uh, it's been a wonderful four years. So uh, that's awesome. So you mentioned that you've you've been in uh, you've kind of been in other roles, including including product management, and, and been around that space. So I'm curious from your from your perspective, because I, I kind of view like UX and design and product as kind of like two sides of the same coin and, and there, there tends to be um, a, a good bit of overlap from, from my perspective and my experience, but how do you view the collaboration between design and product? Oh, absolutely. I, th- I, think, I think they intersect in my mind, probably engineering, <clears throat> uh, design and product management are, you know, I keep saying there are, th- there are three sides of the coin, an abstract coin, right? <laughs> so they are all uh, very, very uh, integral uh, uh, to the so-called product management or product world. I think I think there are a lot of similarities and there are a lot of dissimilarities and, and an intersection of that is what would make people 
uh, appreciate the nuances of what does it take uh, you know what does it take to build a product and you know like the famous say famous saying goes it takes a village to raise a kid and yeah it at least takes three different types of people in this village to raise products uh, funnily enough i didn't even know that there's a thing called product management somewhere uh, somewhere in my second company or third company uh, so i was heading all things design uh, this was in the bay area i was completely running the design side of things uh, for an enterprise and you know we got bought and sold thrice but uh, some somewhere somewhere during that uh, journey my mentor and and the ceo of that company basically pulled me out for a walk and he basically said you know what i think you should move to product management and then the rest is history i didn't even know what product management was uh, you were like 23 24 all naive and I, i i told him that all right i don't know whatever that means but would, would i get a pay hike and he actually said yes you will and he kept us side of the promise and then i moved into this department called product management i was lucky to work with a guy uh, uh, back back in the day he was the svp of product management there he had built and sold a lot of companies at scale and this was during the internet boom right and uh, yeah it, it just happened that uh, he took me under his wings i all 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 i got into the room was a blank slate a lot of curiosity a lot of uh, very genuine questions and uh, and you know the hunger to learn and i think uh, in, in about two quarters i actually you know picked up the nuances of what product management is and what uh, you know project management is i basically was where the action was we were building an enterprise stack uh, in the performance management space and and given that that is such a deep and broad uh, domain in itself got to talk to a lot of customers pilot customers different kinds of people and then i figured out uh, that yeah product management sits at the intersection of you know engineering design uh, marketing basically basically you know they're an integral part of uh, you know a company's uh, existence or not and then somehow maybe i was a natural maybe you know my assumptions were actually true and uh, the rest is history i understand understood the nuances and and because of my academic background i am also well conversant with engineering and you know what happens in engineering uh, the do's and don'ts uh, so i i was equipped with that also and because my primary uh, steering if you will my dashboard was all about design and because i got to spend a lot of time in these two distinct uh, circles i i i am probably one very lucky to have you know dabbled uh, with full time roles across all these three domains definitely i i i i've been i've never been an engineering manager but i've actually led engineering teams at scale though i didn't code i could do code reviews but i never sat and you know written code but that that made me a more what do i say well grounded designer if you will yeah and uh, yeah design to me is solving problem so i think i think product management is something that i would have definitely known had it not been for that you know casual 20 minute stroll that i took with my mentor probably 20 23 years ago and i'm i'm happy that that happened yeah that that's pretty cool i mean you're like the the rare triple threat that um <laughs> that, that everyone talks about in product where you have that that strong technical background but you you also have that 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 strong grounding in in design and in ux and product so that's that's pretty cool mm-hmm. and, and it's funny that you mentioned that like what what drew you to product was like the the integral nature of it and how it sits at the intersect of pretty much every other part of the business because that's what that's what drew me in as well and got me interested in the in the discipline mm. that makes to uh... that makes us birds of a feather <laughs> it was a curiosity and i think you know when we were curious and we've gotten probably i'm sure uh, this resonates with you and it's probably true in your case also 
we never thought that we would make a career out of it or that would become our you know a key area of uh, interest but yeah it just turns out that that's what it is absolutely and, and so i'm curious since you since you've um, got a, a taste and a flavor for all all three of the the sides of that abstract coin of, of product teams it, you mentioned that there there's a lot of overlap but there's some dissimilarities so for the listener who's curious uh, around like what those what those drop-off points are or, or where the areas of, of dissimilarity are, well, what are the, the parts that you would say are, are unique about, about each part um, that maybe others would say like that part of the discipline of product teams kind of owns that area, so to speak? Interesting question. I think, I think yeah, the dissimilarities are very, very uh, <clears throat> vivid. And uh, that's, what, that's what basically sequesters uh, people amongst these three buckets, right? So I think, I think, on the one side, product management uh, basically inherently expects you to be highly uh, analytical. Uh, you need to you need to be very grounded <clears throat> in a lot of uh, numbers. You need to have uh, some amazing uh, uh, you know disambiguating uh, capabilities, and also you need to you need to have this innate ability to view the world from multiple lenses at the same time. What I mean is because you are the bridge between engineering, marketing, uh, design, and basically you are probably the mini CEO or actually the CEO of the product. Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Some people are naturals, but uh, you know most of them actually pick it up given the right amount of exposure and mentoring the right place. I think uh, there is this left brain, left brain and right brain uh, debates uh, that happen. Interestingly, I touched upon this in, in a similar uh, conversation I had in the most recent past. I think you need to be very analytical. You should be very robust uh, in numbers, figuring out what needs to happen, when to prioritize, when to deprioritize. Also understand the nuances of uh, many, many things that happen when a, when a concept becomes a product and then goes to market and then it goes and undergoes its own uh, journey on that in the you know adoption life cycle. On the other side, uh, when you compare a designer versus a product uh, manager, so there is the funny thing called product designer also, right? I mean, you know, design industry also has too many labels, too many things. End of the day, I keep saying, you know, if you're in the business of solving business problems or societal problems or any problem, you're a designer. Design is not just what it looks like and feels like and all of that, right? There's a lot more to uh, design. So designers on the other side, yeah, we are very creative. We are free thinking. We are free form and all of that. Uh, so that is there. That That is one of the bone, you know, moot points. Uh, most of the designers uh, are not very comfortable with number crunching or uh, you know the number side of things what you see is what you get and I'm, I'm great at uh, <clears throat> you know research i am great at analysis synthesis i'm great at ideating things uh, you know they're, they're very good at ideating uh, but at the same time uh, they may not necessarily be good at executing that not just from a design standpoint but from a holistic overall uh, vision and mission right so that is that is one of the things uh, from the engineering side of things, yes, engineering time, engineering uh, is basically about uh, you know the viability, right? Can I do this? Can I, you know, okay, market has been tested, uh, PRD has been written, epics and journeys and uh, you know use cases are uh, already being nailed, agreed upon, hypothesis has been tested, the great design team is putting a face to this concept at play. Uh, you know, is this really possible? Can I do it? Yeah, technology, you know, technology grows at exponential rates, but unfortunately, humans don't, right? We haven't evolved much in the last 50,000 years. So I think, I think from an engineering lens, uh, you know, engineering guys know how to, how to bring some things to life. 
designers basically say that what it should be uh, so that this manifest actually you know gives the value proposition that it promises but from a product manager side uh, if you really look at it they need to be very cognizant with these two things and also an overarching boundary and framework that they need to prioritize they are decision makers probably on a daily basis right they need to they, they own a lot of known knowns and sometimes uh, they end up owning a lot of unknown unknowns also and and you know failure is not an option not that failure is an option for designers or uh, you know engineers but a lot of things actually start from the product management function so i think i think that itself is a huge chunk can is it a transferable skill or a learnable skill absolutely yes but then uh, you know with all things uh, <clears throat> learning it is a function of how much you want to invest yourself into figuring out the you know nuances of what does it take so i think i think apart from this whole debate about uh, analytical and you know the rigor of analytical and free form thinking and this and that outside and inside out there are a lot of buzzwords that get clobbered in the industry but what what i i generally say is these three things can be clearly classified as ways of working each of these three roles bring in very distinct unique skill sets and talents and abilities to the table and one is not better of the other uh, yeah i was just interestingly i was telling some you know telling this analogy last week to some you know someone some somebody think of it like the periodic table right a lot of elements of themselves they are themselves but yeah it takes uh, you know take water you 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 need two parts of hydrogen and one part of oxygen and then that becomes water right so same analogy you need you need all of this in parts but but the way the industry has been running is product management as a function becomes the glue that basically binds all of the things in vision mission and brings that to reality now there are a lot of uh, you know anecdotal stories i'm sure you would have seen it you would have heard it that each of these parties think that you know i am the greatest i am the latest but i think it is more about ways of working and that actually also is a function of the culture that the company the product company uh, brings to the table some companies are definitely tilted towards product management as a function so much so that design as a function reports into product management uh, engineering basically engineers may you know engineering department may be at peer level or in some larger companies with a larger portfolio you know it i know it the cpo's office basically is the umbrella and there are multiple uh, satellites or you know lighthouses of different products and different you know uh, variants of that so i think i think it is all about positioning and but but yeah i mean it doesn't matter what that positioning is as long as you know the basic building blocks of what what is each of this function and what you bring to the table nothing should stop you from positioning selling your narrative selling your real story and making you know breaking into your dream company or you know your dream uh, a product company and of course yes you need to be cognizant to what the other parties bring to the table so let me pause i gave a very long answer to a <laughs> simple question probably but let me take a pause and see if that answered your question absolutely i thought that was you know you said it was long but i think i would i would classify that as more thoughtful and and uh and very insightful so thanks thanks for sharing um i i did want to ask though because like you've been on on both sides of the coin like you have an extensive design background but you you understand the other parts of the the product team discipline and and I I work with a lot of transitioning uh, professionals who are trying to transition their career right and in a number of uh, aspiring product managers have been in the design space um, for some time right 
or, or they come from like a design boot camp and, and they get turned on to product management and they, they want to know how do I make that transition? How do my skills, um, you know, transfer to product? And so what, what advice would you give for the, the UX designer or, or anyone in, under the UX umbrella who's listening to this conversation? What advice would you give them about leveraging their skills and, and, and then what skills uh, might they need to uh, hone in on to make that transition successfully? Yeah, <clears throat> very, very profound question indeed. So yeah, I'll start with designers and probably I will even, even I will even talk about what does it take an engineering guy to become a great uh, product manager or, you know, what are the types of people who are actually aspiring, you know, aspiring to be, you know, there are a lot of different buckets of people today as we speak, wanting to transition to product management. Uh, from design, from engineering, from project management, from consultancy. So there are many, many other fields, but I'll, I'll roughly touch upon these four, but I'll begin with design. Yes, uh, design, we all know, uh, you know, whether I'm, we are a designer or not, but design has been vetted out, validated, and understood to be one of the major pillars of product design anyways, right? It is one of the key pillars of product, the, you know, management, product function, right? And uh, design definitely is the closest uh, for many, many obvious reasons, uh, designers can actually move into product management uh, roles <clears throat> because they already have a close understanding of some of the key principles or key, you know, building blocks of, uh, you know, a product build uh, engagement, right? You know, user experience, you know, market research slash user research, customer research, analyzing and synthesizing that, ethnographic studies, all of that stuff. They are the closest to people. Uh, apart from definitely the product managers who actually talk to the market, you know, markets uh, with or without the help of, uh, you know, market, their marketing teams. So they are the closest to actually assimilating and basically conceptualizing in their minds to begin with about what is this thing that we are wanting to build? What is this thing that we are wanting to, you know, offer to people? And what are the top uh, 10 things uh, that, you know, my, my installed base or my user base or the end user can actually consume out of it or derive value out of it? So they, they designers already are well cognizant with how to take a concept and complete it into a digital product. I'm just going to keep this example for digital manifest for now. More or less the same principles apply for physical products also. So given that, you know, most designers don't understand that, you know, they're very close, uh, you know, to becoming prob probably a product management professional if they fill in the blanks of other things that they don't know. And, and, this is more so, you know, designers, I, I would like to segment designers in two, two different, uh, very two distinct buckets. Designers who are actually working for product companies and probably designers who are working for companies that actually are not product companies, but in the services model. These could be boutique studios. These could be, you know, small small companies, large companies, mid-sized companies who are in the business of offering design services for other companies that may want to build products or services and all that. So the first part is a no-brainer. Because if you're a product designer in a product company or a product suite company, the odds of you already having worked alongside or with or as part of a product management function is very likely. So you're actually in the middle. You, you have a seat at the seat, seat of that product management table and you're in a perfect position to actually see what does it take to you know, bring, this, bring this child to life, right? So they, they know. They, they, they actually have they've already, you know, have an appreciation of what does it take, be it ways of working, be it stand-ups, uh, you know, be it stand-ups or be it prioritization meetings, be it decision-making, they are very close to it and they're an integral part of it. So these, these designers are the ones that I know of 
uh, you know who actually seamlessly transition transition into product management given that you know they feel that they could be better product uh, pro product management uh, people than just designers and given given the background of design you already know two things you know two things significantly uh, within those you know holy trinity right product management design and engineering now if you're a designer who happens to be not part of a product company but you still uh, you know you are actually doing design for your bread and butter you still know basic nuances of design right right from research to you know concepting like wireframes or taking them up to you know testable concepts building quick prototypes going to market you know all of that stuff right for you for you the only delta is you might not have worked as part of a product management function basically you'll be part of a creative team or a project team those guys or those people have to make their you know make put in some efforts to figure out uh, what exactly happens in a product team what do product designers do as soon as you know the sooner they get to the delta of understanding that more or less we do the same things but the construct with which you know within which we work ways of working is different then designers uh, can actually very seamlessly transition probably if they really give it 6 6 6 to 12 months time in my mind nothing should stop a designer to seamlessly transition into product management right so yeah and and that is the design uh, you know the design guys wanting to transition into product management on the other side of uh, the spectrum i also have seen i have friends and family who some of them have been successful to move from project management uh, to product management there are some similarities most of the things are run as projects uh you know and uh, the transitions are common because they understand certain things like you know leading the team from the front planning the projects or probably you know time management scoping and all of that and uh, and by far you will be you know it's, it's also considered probably you know one of the cleanest transitions to make you you pretty much know you know two thirds of what it takes you basically have to sharpen your knives on the non project but product side of things mm -hmm. and uh, once you familiarize yourself uh, project for you know pms the project managers actually can become product managers the third bucket that i spoke to you about was uh, yeah marketing marketing guys yeah marketing guys uh, one of the common threads i think uh, you know marketing as a function and product management as a function actually are responsible for is growth right mm -hmm. it's not just testing concepts and launching and then you know opening up uh, the bubbly and celebrating right it's always growth hacking growth and you know so yeah i think marketing marketers also pure play marketers also you know they are master storytellers you know i know that is why they are doing marketing right they know they know they know the narrative they can tell amazing products or service or platform stories they also understand the nuances of user research because consumer research and because there is this thing called market research also right research is right. research so they understand that they also understand journeys and uh, yeah they have a deep understanding of the customer or their intended customer things right and they also know how to win you know weave those believable real stories so they also and they they basically customer centric uh, from the get go so i think uh, uh, you know marketing people switch on to product uh, management roles uh, you know with very high success rates predominantly in consumer products they may not be so successful uh, you know doing the transition to a, to a b2b product company or a platform company it's not impossible but it is improbable unless and until they understand the nuances of that world right the last thing that comes to my mind uh, of the many many things uh, that people want to transition is uh, you know consultancy right you have big 3 big 6 big 17 big 28 and a half you know the drill i think they are they you know these people who come from consultancy 
i think uh, they understand a lot of uh, you know how to manage things be it people be it expectations uh, be it client expectations uh, you know be it you know delivery so they bring in that finesse uh, to the table and 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 they have the finesse to actually run it as as a hardcore consultant right and uh, yeah these guys these guys also can get into becoming uh, product uh, you know management uh, people and uh, depending on their background more or less consultant cons- consultancy mixes probably an engineering bs or an ms uh, plus an mba you are going to b school so they are well well versed with the technology side of business they also are very good at uh, you know the quantitative side of things maybe maybe you know the one 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 pillar that they might be slightly weak is design because they more more often than not consultancy people might not have had a life as designers it's an exception not the norm now now all the consultancy firms you know i know have their own design apps right right be it mckinsey be it boston consulting group be it pwc they all run you know design shops at scale but i think for people who actually have flexed their consultancy muscles they also can get in so i think these are the four uh, buckets uh, and and the next question probably might be why do these guys want to uh, transition into uh, Uh, product management because yes it is glamorous it pays well it is uh, it is a high visibility role and uh, you can define your own growth not that you can't define your own growth with the other uh, things that we spoke about but i think the whole world is moving uh, to to a world of uh, products slash services and there is a significant uh, you know delta between supply and demand and and it is a fantastic opportunity for people to actually you know take a stab at it and you never know they may become the greatest product management uh, to have walked on the planet but yeah there is a lot of uh, blood sweat uh, grit and tears uh, <laughs> on the on the path absolutely but, yeah. yeah no i appreciate you sharing that and i know the listeners who are who are looking to make a transition have just been filled with a lot more hope and encouragement now that you've kind of laid that out so so articulately and and i think to to complement what you said i've seen individuals transition from each of those roles successfully right like i had a background in sales and marketing and got my first shot as a ux researcher and kind of kind of weaseled my way into a, a pm role from ux research and then ux design and and so um so yeah i, I think all of those all of the the roles and whatever background you have as if you're listening to this and you're not in product but you want to get there is that there's there's a lot of skills and a lot of roles you could be in that have transferable skills but i think to to ukp's point is like identifying which skills transfer and which skills you need to you need to work on and then kind of filling those gaps and showing um showing that ability to be able to uh fill the rest of those those skills you need to have as as a pm so um i really appreciate this conversation uh and and i appreciate you coming on to share with the listeners So um if anyone wants to follow you or, or what you're doing with with design it uh, how, how can they stay in touch LinkedIn I will I will I will I will share my LinkedIn uh, you know uh, profile and maybe when you post it you can share it there but yeah look up for UX first that's you for umbrella x for xerox f i r s t on LinkedIn and you will find me and uh, yeah happy to connect with people and uh, uh, do my two cents as needed Awesome I'll definitely drop your LinkedIn profile in the show notes so if you're listening on on the podcast uh, go down to uh, the show notes descriptions and you can find UKP there so thanks again for joining and um, I'll talk to you soon hey thanks thanks uh, john pleasure talking to you yeah maybe we'll do a few more of this we'll we'll pick specific topics and we'll talk but yeah absolutely it was fun it was fun talking to you
That was UKP, Global Strategic Design Director at Design It. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already. There's a growing library of great content featuring fantastic guests and much, much more to come. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can share this episode online or as for little as 99 cents a month, you could help financially support the podcast as well. Just click the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining us today and I'll see you next time on Lessons in Product Management.